0: There
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tango, man, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, it is a great, beautiful Friday morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Is that your uh, morning news anchor voice? Did you like it? I didn't hate it. Okay. Don't, Don't know if I liked it. Well, I don't know if I can keep that up all podcast long. So I'm Luckily, fine How are for you, Dominic. We don't have that much stuff to talk about, but we do have to respond to the atrocious actions or the atrocious words that were said on Trapdoor to Hell. Because we all know there's a basketball matchup in the works, there's a cookoff in the works. But now apparently we're going have to have a, have a triathlon. And it's amazingly between you and Travis. The fuck? How the fuck did we go from all the
0: shit talking? Now I got to compete in a triathlon. What the fuck?
1: Well, it's not your normal triathlon, Dominic. It could be oh. basketball, a cook-off. Because, you know, a triathlon try means three things. True. Okay. I, I thought the like the final a thing yeah. mm-hmm. is that you and Travis apparently are going to box. So this will be the main event. <laughs> we're going to put it on pay-per-view. We're going to sign We're going to talk to Thriller. We're going to get into some – or Triller. Triller. Michael Jackson Triller we're going to talk to them we're going to put it on pay-per-view put maybe put it on fight tv (laughs) so everyone can watch make a little bit of money you versus Travis Dominic how you feeling in this matchup (laughs) just strictly boxing you know we're we are the pro wrestling podcast but we're also wrestlers amateur wrestlers so if it was MMA I you know I I know Travis might have the height advantage but I'm I'm gonna back you up Dominic feels MMA but boxing I don't know I don't know what kind of hands you got I mean I don't I don't want to you know I don't want to talk too much because, you know,
0: I don't want to give out any, any. uh I don't know how to feel right now, man. I I really don't know what to say. Travis, you really want to get knocked out? I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, I heard I heard a rumor, Brandon, and you might have been there. I'm not too sure that he like got like pinched and he passed out or something like that. Like. Were you there in high? It's in not I think it's it was middle exactly school,
1: a rumor, because if you listen, but you definitely don't listen because you fucking hate them. Yeah, listen to trapdoor to hell. I have I have to bite the bullet, so I have to respond back to you. You know, I have to report what they say. Travis did go pretty in depth about his condition that is found primarily in teenage girls. About (laughs) I don't know exactly what the name is because it's like a very fancy technical name, but he uh, is prone to passing out, and apparently back in high school he would uh, pass out like getting punched or you know getting aggressively touched. And he passed out and so because trapdoor Groupie asked if we we're gonna get trapdoor to hell versus the paul brothers in a boxing match but apparently logan and jake paul are too good of boxers for travis but apparently he thinks he can take you on which maybe i don't know if that says something bad or good about you Dominic. you know you know all joking aside one thing that
0: used to happen a lot and i never really understood it is there's a lot of people that would say like Dominic, i could beat your ass and i'm like fucking try me like you don't you Everybody thinks, oh, he's a pushover, or oh, he's a nice guy, you know, whatever. Bro, when I get fucking pissed off, which, Brandon, you know how to piss me off, so you you hype me. And we throw you, hands all the time. Bro, you
1: hype me up before this, guaranteed knockout first round. Ooh, okay, okay, I mean... Now I'm getting a little hyped up. We got the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier fight, July uh, 10th, maybe you know fourth of July, the day. Maybe the Gunnersons throw a party. We throw up, you know, some a makeshift boxing ring in the backyard, and we just go at it. See what happens. Wait, does this mean you and Tyler are like the prelims? I think we're the coaches. I'll I'll be your, you know, I'll be your water boy. I'll be your, your trainer. We got this. I mean. You know, I'd I re- I
0: much rather not go to that, those lengths just because, you know,
1: I don't what's want, th- like, you rock em, know. Sock, Was it Rockham Sockham, not Rockham Sockham, what what's the, like, the, remember back in the 90s, they had the, those big ass inflatable. Oh, Sockham Boppers? Sockham Boppers, yes. And I always wanted them for Christmas, but I feel like every time it, Christmas rolled around, they, they got like deactivated and they got taken off the shelves. But then I finally got them and I beat the shit out of Josh yeah and well
0: i mean like i like i'm trying to say is like i'd rather not go to that length just because i feel like it's just uh you know we don't want to hurt travis too much yeah i am not don't want to hurt travis yet you know he is you know i i'm breaking kayfabe here he is a friend i don't i don't want to
1: go through those lengths but you, you push him motherfucking don't, don't far enough it, dog break a bitch exactly exactly something that you guys have in common you guys can talk about your uh your bathroom stories they did go in depth about that johnny roca talked about what's the most em- embarrassing place you've shitted at and what's like something that you've wiped your ass with that you're not exactly proud of i know Donic has a ton of those stories i don't know if you got any wiping stories but we all know you got well, the yeah, no stores. wiping
0: no wiping stores but definitely i got the uh, poop
1: ones yes so let's get on into it you don't have too much stuff to talk about in sports so we'll just do it three weeks in a row we're going to do our MLB standings recap we got on the American League side the Red Sox continue to be atop the AL East at 12 and 8 the Rays 10 and 9 Orioles and Blue Jays at 8 and 10 and those Yankees down at 7 and 11 Dominic what the fuck is going on with the New York Yankees they actually did get a win yesterday against the Cleveland Indians but uh I picked them to win the pennant, and I'm not looking so hot about that right now. And they're just not playing with any gusto, no motivation. They just seem like they're going through the motions. And I, I think if the Yankees weren't the Yankees, maybe in the beginning of the season, people, myself included, would have been like, you know, maybe they're not that great. Maybe they're a little overhyped. But it's the Yankees. They got Gerrit Cole. They got billions of dollars to spend. Oh. Sad to see it.
0: Okay, I was waiting for you to fucking shut the fuck up. So I can say, the Yankees, you know, may- maybe it's finally time for the Yankees to really understand that you don't need to spend millions of dollars, millions of dollars to win a fucking World Series. I mean, goddamn. I mean, the Dodgers, Dodgers didn't seem to have to work for them. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like the Yankees, That, that that's their their motto is, we're going to buy a World Series. Dodgers finally... You know, they yeah, they probably bought the World Series ring, but their players are, you know, worked their asses off to get to that point. Um, you know, I expected Boston not to do really good. I mean, Baltimore, eh, you know, whatever. the Dodgers
1: have multiple top five players in their position on their roster. The Yankees, you have Garrett Cole, maybe Aaron Judge. and That's pretty much it. I mean, maybe you can say uh, what you call it the shortstop oh my god what the fuck is his name dominic help me out here
0: uh Brandon tanguma
1: no gaber Tor- G- glaber torres you can make an argument for him but glaber glaber i wanted what to kind say of like fucking
0: name is that i
1: wanted to say geo urshela but that's uh, not the right name but yeah so the the Yankees- Derek jeter Derek jeter not on the team anymore which maybe they need jeter back because they're, that team is just not doing so hot. And Brett Gardner, the only guy on the team who's won a championship with the Yankees, maybe he should, uh, you know, shake shake some of those kids down and say straighten the fuck up. But that doesn't seem like that's his uh, his mo at the moment. The Red Sox continue to stay hot. I fucking told you, look out for them. Twelve and eight, baby. Red Sox win it all. I'm change. I'm I'm not gonna trade my pick because I'm it's still early. I still am gonna have faith in my picks. I'm not gonna jump ship on any of them. Maybe Dominic will do it once we get to some of his other picks, but I'm not going to I'm going to stand behind the Yankees and they're going to figure this shit out.
0: Yeah, I have no idea who I I don't
1: really I don't remember anything, so I don't worry. I remember it all. So I'll bring it up. Okay, cool. Yeah, just like in the AL Central, Dominic has the Detroit Tigers winning the World Series. They stand in fourth place right now with a seven and twelve record. Not in last place because that is the Minnesota Twins down there in the basement after getting swept by the Oakland Athletics. Talk about them shortly. But still standing atop top is those Kansas City Royals at ten and seven. The White Sox nine and nine. Indians eight and nine. Still a fairly close race. I mean, all of these are even the Yankees. We talk about how shit they are. They're still only four games back. So still plenty of time to get everything right. But the, Royals, the Tigers to fucking come back and win it all. Exactly. Tigers also got swept by the Oakland Athletics.
0: Maybe the Athletics are turning
1: things around. Question mark? Maybe You know, I haven't been paying too close attention because I mean, who cares about West Coast baseball? But I have heard that the A's are kind of doing some things right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Twins, oof, that, that that's another one of my picks. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing so great right now. I mean, I, I know I kind of had like, the actually, if I look, I think my three division winners, I had the Yankees, the Twins, and the Astros all winning their divisions, and all three of them are in last place right now. So I am just fucking on fire.
0: You are dog shiott.
1: I like for a dog water.
0: As my dog starts barking, great.
1: But yeah, I toy- think so.
0: Detroit's going to come back. New
1: microphone. Detroit's going to come back. Yeah, the Twins are going to come back, not the Tigers, not the Tigres. Go Tigers. Yes. In the American League West, we got a tie for first place. The Mariners and the Athletics both sit at top at 12 and 7. They hold the two-game lead over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at uh, 9 and 8. The Rangers 9 and 10, and those Astros at 8 and 10. I know the Astros still are dealing with the COVID issue. I can't remember exactly who was back and who isn't, but still some marquee players out. Justin Verlander not coming back whatsoever because he's got the clip for Tommy Johnson. And that starting pitching rotation is not looking so great. They were pretty good in the playoffs. They came around a lot of young guys. Zach Granke, really the only guy who's performing in that rotation. And when I looked at the Astros, I think that was the – the point of emphasis that I was wondering is can they build atop that uh, playoff run that they had with the pitching, especially with Justin Verlander not going to be there? Zach Granke, he's going to do his thing. He might be a little on and off because he's not the flamethrower and the pitcher he used to be back in the day, but he's still good. It's those younger guys, and those younger guys exactly are not living up to the hype right now.
0: And I think that's what we said last week was with the Astros dealing with everything they're dealing with, it is time for. Teams like the A's to really step up, and they definitely have. So, holy shit, watch out for those A's, buddy!
1: Watch out for those A's. You gotta ride the wave, right, Dominic? They're on an 11 game winning streak after dropping their first six games. They are what is that after losing their last six? They are 12 and one in that time frame, 11 in a row. I said last week they're kind of playing dog shit teams as you if you look at the you know the Diamond Bats, the Twins, and the Tigers. I know I'm high on the Twins, but the Twins just did come off of COVID, a double double header sweep, which they win a walk-off without even getting a hit, which is just insane. And they scored three runs without getting a hit. And this goes back to the stupid extra inning rule where you got to put the last guy out on second. And they had Josh Donaldson who's got a bad wheel. And then, so they put someone else in. And so of course, when you put someone in the ball, will find you. The guy who pinch ran for Josh Donaldson goes to second ground ball. He boots it. Then the guy who replaced Josh Donaldson at third, he boots it or he just fucking sails it in like the third row where we normally sit that thing. I, I don't know what the fuck happened over there. And the A's are playing dog shit teams are playing the Orioles this weekend. Looking like the weather is not going to be that great, so maybe they won't play. Like Maybe they'll play one game, maybe they'll get a doubleheader, and I would be surprised they play all three games. But uh, do you think the A's are going to continue to ride the wave, Dominic? I, I would hope so.
0: I don't know if they will. I feel like, oddly enough, just like within football, when you have a really good team, you're like, oh, it's, it's a lock they're going to win. I feel like people are going to really be relaxed over these Orioles and something's going to happen and they're going to lose. So I wouldn't be too relaxed, you know, try to ride that way. But when there's a rip current, be careful because you get swept out the sea and die.
1: Exactly. I'm not going to take the Orioles too lightly. They did sweep the other best team in baseball, the Boston Red Sox. So they are capable. Trey Mancini not exactly off to a hot start after returning from colon cancer, but I'm expecting him to have a, a bounce-back month, a bounce-back period. Don't know if that happened against the A's. Their starting pitching has been on lock. Frankie Montas didn't have a good uh, showing against the Twins, but Jesus Cesardo brought back the rec specs. We got uh, Sean mania with the mini-CG shut piece. Everything for the A's. Matt Olson. He's on an absolute tear. He might be winning MVP. I don't know. Matt Chapman, I was kind of oh. high on him coming back, and he was starting to look a little better, but then no. But Matt Olson. he's carrying the load over there. And then you got the Mariners. Talked about them kind of last week as well. They got good young players. A little bit of a surprise at how well they're doing. I'm still going to not – I'm not buying their stock. I think they will fall down later. They're playing the Red Sox right now. They won last week or yesterday on a good comeback win. So if they can sweep the Red Sox or take – what is it? Three out of four. Then maybe I'll buy into them a little bit more. But uh, the Angels—they're sitting a game over five hundred, kind of where I thought. I know Dominic was a little higher on them than I was. Shohei came out week one, absolute dealing. He's not exactly pitching, you know, long into games. He's only lasting four innings. But uh, I mean, when you got the best player in the world, you're always going to be in ball games.
0: All right, moving on to the. National League East Brandon we have the New York Mets in first place the fuck
1: how's that even possible they suck don't they Well, it is a little bit of a mirage because they are at seven and seven and the Phillies are at nine and nine. So on winning percentage, they are tied for first, but the Phillies have played more games and they have more wins. The Mets having the COVID issues, well, not the COVID issues, but they played the nationals, which they had COVID issues, yada, yada, yada. Uh, So they're tied for first. You got the Mariners. No, the Marlins. Fucking hell. The Marlins and the Braves both, or I guess, and the nationals all kind of clumped together, but the, uh, marlins and braves at eight and ten and the nationals at seven and nine Juan soto down on the il not a good look for them steven strasburg is also hurt so i mean steven strasburg is kind of one of those guys almost like aaron judge that you just when he's on the field he can be really good but you just don't expect him to be there for 20 starts 30 starts kind of like you don't expect aaron judge to play 150 games but i digress the phillies continue to be somewhat surprising i believe they played the Giants, Dominic. And I know you're not the Giants fan, but your brother is. So you might have been paying a little more attention than I have. Didn't the Giants like kind of sweep them or at least whoop that ass? I'm pretty sure they whooped that ass. Yeah. So Phillies, even though they are a top, not, uh, I mean, watch out for those Giants. Giants are, if I can skip down, they still are in second place. So Maybe the Giants are a legit contender. The Braves, they beat up on the Yankees, which kind of seems like everyone does at this point. Still got faith in them. That they're going to come around. Uh, was a Mike Soroka. He's still, he's hurt a little bit. So not exactly liking that, but Ronald Acuna, absolute tearing it up. Hopefully he can stay hot because he was, I think my MVP pick. I had him and Max Freed as my MVP Cy Young award winner. So hopefully Ronald Acuna can stay hot. Then in the central, the brew crew stands atop at 11 and seven. We got the Cubs and Mr. X's Reds at nine and nine. The Pirates 9 and 10 and the Cardinals once again my division winners down all the way at the bottom at 8 and 10 I thought I hit the mute
0: button god damn it um, it's okay Brandon because I have the Cardinals winning too but I mean I did say watch out for the Brewers because they you know past what last season the season before weren't their best but you know 20 what 2019 Yellich was on a tear everyone's like riding the fucking Brewers so you know, he gets hurt. Twenty twenty, I, I I don't remember. I'm not good with dates. But Brewers, sneaky good. Um, I'm surprised since Cincinnati's doing pretty good. I know we've talked about them probably almost every week since baseball started. That you know, watch out for their pitching. If their if their pitching is good, they can win. And I feel like it's hit and miss right now, especially what happened. I think a couple of games ago when they blow it up, well, blew the game.
1: Yeah, we, I said that if the Reds can, can you know, if the pitching can keep the opponents under five runs, the Reds will more than likely score more than five runs. But that's a hell of an ask to uh, ask some of these pitchers to do that, especially if you're going up against lineups like the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Brewers and everything like that. The Cubs, I wasn't selling. I mean, I'm still not exactly sold on them. Nine and nine. They're kind of where they, where I expect them to be. I expect them at the end of the season to finish around 500, maybe a little bit above, but the Cardinals, I mean, they got to get their shit together. It's not as dire as the Yankees are obviously, but down there behind the pirates did not expect the Cardinals to start off this slow to start the season, but you got uh, Paul Goldschmidt, you got Nolan, you got, you know, Wainwright and uh, Flaherty They're They got the pieces. I, it's early in the season. It's only April 23rd. I'm not worried. I'm definitely more worried about the Yankees at this point than I am the Cardinals.
0: Well, if you're more worried about the Yankees over the Cardinals, then I'm fucking shit terrified for the, for my Rockies, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Those those poor, poor, poor Rockies as we go to the NL West, the Rockies, Dominics. Not uh, division winners, but I think he had them making the wild card. They sit in last place, 6-12, and if I can quickly go over. That is the worst record in the league close to my Minnesota twins at six and 11. So Dominic's Rockies not doing so hot right now. The diamond bats nine and 10 Padres, 11 and 10, the giants second place, 12 and seven and the Doyers at 14 and five coming off of a stellar, just absolutely fantastic Dodgers Padres series. Last week, we get it again this time at Chavez Ravine, and Padres got the win, so they're trended in the right direction. Danelson lamette going down, coming you know, he came back from his shoulder or elbow issue, only pitched like 30 pitches, and then he has forearm tightness. Not looking so good for him, so Denelson-Lamette possibly going down. Don't want to fear, you know, not going to say what he could be getting, but I think we all know he might get clipped similar to what uh, Sunshine had to get clipped in the beginning of the season or in the off season. But uh, the Giants, Dominic, 12 and seven, you, you're buying them. Do you think they can stay above the Padres? You know, I
0: part, you know, part of me wants to say yes, because for some reason, you know, like, like we've stated before, I dust off the Giants hats a little bit every once in a while, watch a game because, you know, that's what the big brother watches. And that,
1: that, that Giants hat, Three weeks in is getting less and less dusty. I think it'll be clean at this point. Whoa. We keep talking about them.
0: Watch your mouth. Because the second, the second, you know, I'm going to throw, I'm going throw it in the garbage can. It's in the garbage can now. Fuck the Giants. They're going to go. All right. I mean, we don't know you're going to go to
1: a Giants game because to go to a Giants game, you have to either have a COVID test or you got to get the vaccine.
0: About that. My COVID. Yeah, never mind Never I don't talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it.
1: Don't COVID breaking news.
0: No, I'm getting my vaccine.
1: What? is it because uh your new job is forcing you to do it
0: no i just want you to shut the fuck up about it that's why
1: oh pixar didn't happen down to get to show me a picture of your appointment so i know it's real, and not just tell me to shut the fuck up can we move on are you gonna send me the picture i don't have the picture. It's mine uh, uh i mean you get it it's on your phone you're not on the lap i mean you're on the laptop you're on a, a laptop right now you can go while i'm bullshitting talk about the nl west you can go take a picture and send it to me real quick so i'll shut the fuck up what about the studio audience studio audience can appointment too no we, we don't have appointments because brandon there are more important people out there in the world that need it before us
0: oh we're okay. we're such giving people oh, we're good like people. like
1: who are the other like the more important people that you haven't know, gotten we, it already like
0: there's more teachers that need it
1: there's probably like file fighters and police officers that need it I'm pretty sure at this point where every American over the age of 16 can get, it, I'm pretty sure some of those, quote unquote, essential workers have already gotten it. Well, I just want to make sure, you know, that somebody's grandma or grandpa gets it before me. You know, Dominic, that is such a nice gesture from you. You are a, you know, I don't care what Travis says about you. You are a good person. Putting whoa, 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 whoa. Is he talking online. my character? Saying I'm not a good person? He, you know, just these little subtle jabs here and there. That's it. Box matches on. And there we go. So the NL West. I mean, the Dodgers. They're standing top. I think they'll be they'll be fine. The Padres. I believe that they will be better and they will overtake the Giants in the second spot. Good game yesterday. I know Travis had his must watch. Uh, game or as much watched series being the Mariners and the Red Sox, but call me a mainstream fan of, you know, not trying to be a hipster like him Padres Dodgers. If they're playing each other, I'm locked into that game. It is just absolutely must watch television. Didn't disappoint. Yes, I, we posted on the Instagram, the Jake Cronenworth double play to save the lead. Absolutely insane for an M. to throwing an absolute piss missile to first base to get the second out. Just fantastic great baseball great baseball then let's get on to the nfl not too too much to talk about no signings there were some but we're not going to exactly talk about them alex smith he announced that he is retiring came back from that horrific leg injury starts a few games for the washington football team takes him to the playoffs unfortunately couldn't play in the playoff game but he announces his retirement comeback player of the year comeback player of the lifetime century whatever you want to call it Of all time. Sad to see, but we kind of expected this. I'm very sad.
0: No, realistically. um, I'm surprised by this. I feel like he had at least one, two more seasons. You know, even if it was. Maybe not with the best team or maybe even playing as a backup, but he has. He's still he's still able to play at high caliber you know, level, but, you know, hate to see it. Good luck. Maybe he'll get a uh, a broadcasting job. Maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't know if I would say he was playing at a super high level. I would kind of equate him more to like a Tom Brady to where like, he really knows what is going on. He's really smart, not mobile really whatsoever. And it only takes one bad tackle to, you know, re-injure it. Not exactly to that extent, but you could kind of see that he was slowing down. He's not the quarterback he used to because Alex Smith back in the day, I mean, I know he wasn't no Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, but he was pretty athletic for, you know, for being a, a white quarterback, if we're going to you know go that far. But yeah, Alex Smith, he was, I mean, his, his legacy is a little complicated because he always was like passed over and he was kind of good on bad teams. And then once he moves on, then the teams can, you know, have success. Colin Kaepernick after him, Patrick Mahomes after him. Maybe uh, the old Dominion quarterback can can take the football team to the next level this season. But, uh, good. I mean, good for him. I think it was more he wanted to come back just a show that he could. I don't think he expected to play as much as he did. And when he came back, I think he realized that, yeah, I don't exactly have it. It's not worth it. I was able to say that I did it. He did it. And now he is able to walk away, literally.
0: No now, intended, well, kind uh, of. I, I, Now, what do you think? Where does he go from here? Does does he take up? Do you think you'll do we think? Okay.
1: Copy. Understand. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if he's going to go straight into broadcasting. I don't. He is like a a likable guy. Maybe he goes to like, like CBS or ESPN. I mean, he can if he wants to. He has a spot, a spot. The uh, Drew Brees. He he has something I forget. I think he's on Fox. No, he's on NBC. He's on NBC, so uh, it, it's kind of the thing now with all these quarterbacks. People are like, "Oh, they can do this, do that." But he's on—he's a family man. After going what he went through, maybe he just wants to to relax. And maybe we'll see him again. Maybe he'll coach. And Andy Reid said that you know, once you're gone, you know, we you, you got a job. If you want to come back, I'll let you be a quarterbacks coach or something. So well, I think I we'll mean, see him in
0: coaching. the the, qu- the question I was trying to ask is if not broadcasting. Do we see what team do you, you know, because when I think of Alex Smith, I think of 49ers. I don't think of Redskins. I don't think of Chiefs. I don't think of anyone else. I think of the 49ers. Wow. Dominic, you said the R word. Oh, (laughs) I'm 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 canceled. But realistically, though, I think of him on the 49ers. Do you think if you know how Andy Reid said, oh, you got a job, come back, whatever. He was
1: on the 49ers, but that was with, you know, John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh.
0: But do you see the 49ers doing like, you know, let's say his jersey gets retired. Where does it get retired at? Would it be Niners or is it Washington or I guess Kansas it would be. With
1: the, or... I guess it'd be with the 49ers, but he's not getting his jersey retired. He's not a Hall of Famer. Let's be honest. Let's be real here. Just because you said that first ballad watch, watch. ballot ballet. I know we talked about we talked about it was it last week. Julian Edelman is more of a Hall of Famer than Alex Smith. And I still said that Julian Edible's not a Hall of Famer, but he's above Alex Smith. Okay, let's go then. Okay. Dominic. You know what? When I, I go when I say I wanna go, okay? Don't force my transitions. Just okay, let's move on.
0: I was gonna say just like how we're gonna transition into th- something, but never mind.
1: Well, last week. We talked about Alden Smith signing with the Seattle Seagulls. We were high on the pickup. He was on the straight and narrow. He was a good, good boy on the Dallas Cowboys. I think it was Sunday Night Football. They did kind of a little uh, video package, a little interview with him, talking about how he's gotten his life straight. He's turned around. Well, there was a warrant out for his arrest this past week in, I believe, Louisiana. He was wanted for a battery, and then he turned himself in. So Alden Smith... Back doing Alden Smith things, Dominic. Did we jinx it when
0: we said like, oh, as long as he stays straight and narrow, he'll be dominant? Did we fucking jinx it?
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure that was your words more than mine, so... So I'm cursed. That's on you, Ricky Bob. Brandon, don't get COVID i mean i already got my first shot of the vaccine so i mean i, I mean I, I still could probably get it which because you're being such a great person we probably should still social distance not be with each other because if you don't have the vaccine i could still carry it even though i have it i could give it to you and you know that just wouldn't be a good that wouldn't be good i wouldn't want to do that to you dominic but i got my new barbecue i want a barbecue Oh, and, and, drink also, beer. and also, Travis said that was a, a basic bitch barbecue. That's just what it, you know, that's the entry level stuff. That's what everyone's like. Oh, I'm getting a smoker. I'm motherfucker.
0: Get a he has a pro. Oh,
1: mm. get him. Get him. I'm, I'm, we're, we're done with sports. So he, he's going to, you know, drop off in the next couple minutes. So if you're going to say something, Don, you got to say it now. I mean, I just want to say, he says it's a basic bitch. All right. I mean, I'm
0: pretty sure they have a basic bitch propane one. They got a fucking, you know, Ooh, you tell him, you know, Mr. Osh. Tell him. You know what? I want to see him fuck you know what? Ooh, I can't. I don't want to get say him. anything. Him. I'm, I'm him. not gonna say this, anything. This is how no. I get you
1: hyped up for the boxing match. You, I just Oh, like, I'm ready to fucking throw hands, man. Let's That's go. it, nothing else. Nothing at all and Smith and you jinxing him and putting him in prison or in jail. I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna put fucking Travis
0: in the fucking hospitals. I'm gonna fucking do with my food. I'm gonna give him food poisoning.
1: Yeah, like that. But if it's a cook-off, he I mean, maybe he'd eat it, but it would go more towards the judges. And well, no, then- no.
0: I, I'm going to cook like you and Tyler. You know, you, you guys have, you know, some good flavorful, you know, whatever we choose to cook. But, you know, I'm going to give him a piece like, here, try this motherfucker. And I'm going to fucking put, you know, like x locks in it or something.
1: Rub your nutsack on it.
0: Or I'll do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come in it and then make him eat it.
1: A little boogers and come South Park action. Hail fucking you. Well, on that note, that is it for the sports. Let's move on to the fan mail segment, otherwise known as. Wait, hang on, hang on. I got to it. Oh my gosh. Yes, we have a uh, a new addition to the, the <laughs> jingle, to the segment. Dominic is just taking his musical talents to the next level. He's not just going a cappella anymore, he's got like a full background background. Band behind him. This is the type of energy and the type of production (laughs) value that we are trying to get better at in 2021. Trying to take curveballs and chair shots Uh to the next level. Okay, Dominic, this is time for the fan mail segment. No, I can't.
0: Dog's going crazy. Hang on. Keep, Keep stalling.
1: Okay. This is the type of production value that you can come to expect in the year 2021. Everyone's talking about hot girl summer. It's going to be curveballs and chair shots summer, baby. We out here doing Dominic's got the new microphone. He's got more background music. He's going to be just so maybe we'll drop a mixtape with all these musical talents. Dominic has. We talked about it last week. Mr. Asked us what kind of music or what kind of uh, things we like outside of sports and wrestling. Dominic, big music guy. I love to listen to music. Not exactly music knowledgeable like Dominic. So maybe EP coming soon. Dominic, hit him with a jingle because I am done. I can't think of anything. Okay. Else. <laughs>
0: this it's going to be so bad.
1: <laughs> okay, let's go. Mr.
0: X's. And friends. And friends. Shut up, dog. Goddamn damn it. <laughs> okay, take it from the top. Take it from the top. No, 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 it's fine. I'm not doing that again. I feel fucking stupid. <laughs> I thought it was going to be amazing. and It's not because you had to ruin it, mascot. God, get out of here, fucking dog. Anyways.
1: <clears throat> greetings he says so you, you you just said mr x and friends and then you just yelled the dog and stopped yeah <laughs> let me try to do, again try to try to oh get god up. damn it <clears throat> okay let's try this again one two i did this fuck i, I <laughs> f- <laughs> damn it what's the spongebob thing again uh was it one two to skiddle literally i don't there, know okay a one a two a skiddle do
0: mr x's and friends and friends
1: questions of the week
0: bump them. Bum. Bum. all right
1: i keep was putting my weekend was that some weekend in the background what, what song mean, was no, that i don't know
0: you just... created, created it myself you have a Ooh, problem with that's
1: that? that's that's a that's an original beat okay
0: you got a problem with that
1: no i'm just it had some weekend vibes i'm just you know that, that's the I wave mean... right now gotta ride the wave dominic
0: i mean you can call me weekday
1: okay okay we- weekday so it's like w-e-e-k-d-y
0: sure yeah anyways let's get to the mother effing questions because he got it's a bit it, it, it's an essay
1: ready okay, a, should, should we get the uh, and friends out of the way first or yeah probably not sports, well huh? no
0: well no we'll do this first because i feel like that's probably gonna take a little longer
1: okay okay
0: he says greetings
1: Salutations. Well, it's greetings and salutations.
0: <clears throat> he first wants to...
1: A one, a two. A Take for to the top.
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He first wants to offer his deepest condolences to the friends and family universe of Kentucky basketball player Terrence Clark. To hear that someone's life ended at 19 is sad enough, but to have it taken away it happened just adds much more heartache. Not, not, not to mention the fact that he was looking forward to continuing his career in the NBA. On behalf of everyone in the big blue nation, Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy. He like, just declared for the draft like a few weeks ago. We talked about the dude from Oakland uh, played for GCU. He was in a car crash, and it's just sad to see.
0: Please, everybody, drive safe. These self-driving cars, man. Fuck them. Anyways. Also wanted to mention the retirement of Jay Bruce. He was a big part of the Reds, being drafted by them in 2005, coming up in their system before... Brought up to the team in 2008, his winning home run in the ninth that helped Cincinnati clinch the NL Central title in 2010 was the best moments I can remember as a Reds fan. It was definitely unfortunate that he was traded in 2016, but he left an incredible mark on the city as well as everyone in the Reds country. Well, I'm sad he's retiring. I'm happy he's leaving on his terms, not because of a major injury or something more serious. Congrats to your amazing career. Next up, the
1: Reds Hall of Fame. false good, good good for him going back to the yankees he looked around and said y'all trash fuck this i'm leaving so good for him
0: but reds hall of
1: fame you don't think anything else just just reds right uh sure i mean if i can like if you if you could stall for a little bit dominic i can bring up his his numbers. okay and I'm we not take a- it,
0: and we take it from the when motherfucking top baby uh yeah go gotta get swifty e. uh, uh. okay i'm done
1: Okay. Okay, so he had a lengthy career from 20, 2008 to 2015-16. I don't know why it says TOT. TOT. Hold it down. B.O.B. Brick Squad. I mean, looking at here, I mean, he just fucking he was raking. Let's see. 21, 22, 25, 32, 34, 30 home runs over 100 in 2013. Wasn't an All-Star. Wasn't an All-Star that season despite that being his best year. No. Look at the numbers. I don't know what kind of uh, criteria he got over there for Cincinnati Reds, but looking at what he was putting up, yes, he definitely has some uh, big time numbers with the Reds. But not, not you know, gold
0: jacket and you know, shrine, 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 Sharona,
1: and oh, Shrine my Sharona, and Shrine forever. Anywhere uh, else? probably Cooperstown. Not. No, okay. I mean okay. three, okay. three, nineteen total home runs, nine fifty one RBI. Uh, Let's see, what is his OPS Plus? OPS Plus 108? Okay, we're going with the What's no. What's his war? Cause... We got a war? Where's war? Yeah. War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. There we go. Uh, his, total, his total war. Oh, his total war is 20. Yeah, absolutely not.
0: Okay. Sorry. Good job on the Reds Everything. whatever.
1: Anyway, speaking of the Reds. <clears throat> Once again, 2013. It's fantastic hey. year. 5. Shut the fuck up. 5.2 war, and he wasn't an all star that season. Absolutely crazy. This okay. next little
0: thing is in all caps with some exclamation points. Should I yell it or should I just, you know?
1: I, I wanted Screamo voice. So I, I thought that's what your uh, your testing was going to be for the Mr. X thing. So can we get a Screamo? What? Isn't that just like, like, yes. Like, <laughs> it sounds like you just threw up in the microphone, but <laughs> the fucking bullpenny again. I don't know. Okay, never mind. I did not hear what the fuck you said.
0: Okay. So he I'll said, try speak, speaking of those Reds, I the That's fucking it. bullpen no. again. <laughs> Shut Sorry. the fuck up. He said, speaking of the Reds, the fucking bullpen again. I can't take this anymore. That last few years it's been the same story. In yesterday's game, it seemed like everyone on the team, including some of the players' grandmothers whoa, came in and hit a home run. But it still wasn't enough. I'm also having a hard time seeing the upside in Amir Garrett? Good job, Dominic.
1: I'm fucking amazing. Great, great player on MLB the show. I loved his card last. He's year.
0: already blown the last three games this season, and I can't wait. He's already blown at least three games this season. I can't think and I god damn it, Dominic, go back to school. He's already blown at least three games this season I can think of. There we go. They need to start writing the ship soon because just like Cast la 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 la
1: la la la. Ooh. I just pulled up Amir Garrett stats. Negative zero point seven WAR. He's got a he, guess what his ERA is, Dominic. He has. Does it say how many innings he's pitched? It doesn't show me on here.
0: ERA. Uh, what? He, probably like thirty.
1: He has five. He has five innings pitched, in six games. God
0: damn! I don't. Even, I, you just got to stop right
1: there. He has a sixteen point two zero ERA. You're a trash, kid. I mean, I know it's relief pitching, so you're only coming in for one innings to be kind of blown. But uh, yeah, overall, I mean, his career rate isn't that good to begin with five point one five in one hundred and seventy eight games. Mister X, we'll just tell you your Reds are
0: doing fine. Just stick in there, stick, stick, stick it in stick, there. You'll be stick fine. Stick it in there. Yeah, there, okay. <laughs> it's, uh I don't know. With consent. With consent. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I can't read. I can't speak. I'm freaking out, man. So Anyways, a episode. Yep. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, I was at the UFC time. UFC two sixty one is mañana. Can Masvidal pull off the win this time, or will Usman dominate once again? Plus, is Valentina? Oh come on! The flyweight version oh. of Amanda Nunes. He only put Valentina. I can I can take
1: a picture and say, he only put Valentina. Okay, okay. I, do you know what her last name is?
0: No, I do not. We we're looking for Shevchenko.
1: That's why Shev, I was getting it.
0: Shevchenko.
1: Yes, that's why I was getting excited.
0: I, I would have fucked it. If that was on there. I would have you know. I would have fucked it up. But Brandon, Masvidal, Usman, who got it? Plus, is Valentina better than
1: Amanda Nunes? No, Amanda Nunes is the is the goat. She is not going to not better than Amanda Nunes. Now, could she give her a fight? Could that be like a super fight that people would be intrigued to see? Yes, but I still would believe that Amanda Nunes, as long as she doesn't fall off a cliff, would uh, still still beat that ass. Now, going to the main event. I mean, Masvidal came in on whatever was like a 10 day notice, something like that. So he didn't have a full camp. He couldn't train for Usman in particular. So he's going to have a full camp. He's going to be able to prepare for this fight. I will say that uh, Masvidal, he will put up a better fight. He will, it will be much, much closer than it was the last time. The crowd will be there full capacity at uh, Jacksonville for better, for worse, but I kind of want to go with all because it's the uh, the favorite, not the favorite, but it's, you know, the fan friendly pick. But I, I still think Usman is just he's so good that he's going to. Uh, he's going to walk out champ still. Okay. But it will be a much better, much be a it will be a very fun fight, especially with the crowd there.
0: OK, cool, cool. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Anyways, that is huh, And then that is it for the sports. Onto some wrestling. You ready for this?
1: Mm-hmm. Travis, if you want to skip a couple minutes, because we will have another question from main friends.
0: Yes. Can Zoe Stark be billed as a Daniel Bryan type of character? The hard-hitting underdog. Under- oh, my God, Dominic. You're trash kid. The hard-hitting underdog who people Hi, root I'm for. trash. Mr. X knows what that's about. He does. With the proper booking, can be built up with some wins to the point where she gets a title shot TakeOver where she wins it all? no, I don't like Zoe Stark at all. I think they're going to, I mean, I'm not saying she's trash, but I just don't think they're smart enough to build her like that or build her up anything like that. So I think she's going to flounder.
1: I wouldn't say Zoe Stark is going to be the next Dana Bryan or can be the next Dana Bryan. I'm always saying that like, she, I mean, even on this past show, she comes in, she has a good match with Saray. And she loses like she's I don't know. The women's division there is so loaded. Why can't you bring it? Maybe it's just so loaded that they see her as kind of the the lowest person on the totem pole who's that talented that can come in and have a good match, but she always loses personality wise, character wise. I mean, she's OK. She doesn't come across like she's not cutting stellar promos. She's not like super affable or anything like that, like Dana Bryan. But I I would hope that she can do bigger and better things, but just the thing of she comes in, she's always losing to the bigger names. She'll get a big win against Tony storm. And I wish Tony storm was a bigger deal. I wish Tony storm beat Zoe Stark and Tony storm would be one of the stars, if not the star of the women's division NXT, but that's just not the case, whether it be for backstage reasons or they just don't see it in her. I don't know, but yeah, I, I mean, I could see them maybe forcing, I could see her getting a title match, down the line sometime like rip for Kyle Gonzalez does hold on to the title and it'd be like a nice undercard match but when you have so many other women on that roster that are maybe not better but connect with the crowd a lot more I think you go in a different direction like even I know they're champions right now but Mo- Ember Moon and Shotzi I can see them getting a title shot before Zoe Stark
0: okay are you ready for this question Brandon it's the yes. penultimate question
1: okay okay okay
0: do you think WWE fired Mark Carano and two others just to say face over this whole situation involving Mick James plus Maria reportedly receiving gear and other items found in trash bags? However, some have come out and had some
1: not so nice things to say about Carano. So perhaps the firing was warranted. Well, Mark Carano was what Jim Ross used to be, I think. So he was kind of the bad guy. He was always the person who had to deliver the bad news and, you know, tell the wrestlers what they didn't want to hear. So I can see why people didn't like him because he was always the guy who had to tell them things they didn't like to hear. That being said, he was on total divas and, you know, those other reality shows and they do backstage stuff. And I always kind of got like a weird vibe from him. Like I kind of, I, I kind of got like a creepy vibe from him to be honest, but from what I've read thus far, I haven't exactly heard that his firing was directly linked. Like he wasn't the one that said, you know, give Mickey James this trash. you know, put all their shit in a trash bag. But I think he's responsible for the person who sent Mickey James the trash bag. And I don't know if he okayed it or whatnot, but yeah. I mean, WWE kind of in general is going through kind of like a backstage makeover. So,
0: well, I mean, like I do agree. Like that weird, creepy vibe, like, you know, you had to walk eggshells around him like, cause you know, I feel like you could snap at any second kind of, kind of dude. But I mean, I, I think you're, if you're in that position, you should know better. So I think maybe it was, you know, like you said, he probably said, Hey, get all this shit, send it to Mickey. Like, you know, we don't need it. And that person probably just said like, Oh, just put in a trash bag, whatever. Like it wasn't probably meant to be, received as such as like a haha fuck you kind of deal but going back it should have been handled better you know you could have just put it in a box and said here you go mickey you know here's your stuff like you know good luck or something like that you just don't throw in a trash bag and say fuck you basically so i mean you know hate to see it maybe uh maybe there's uh, somebody else who's going to take over that is a little bit better
1: hmm? maybe
0: maybe, maybe. All right. What is his last question? Oh, all the way to the end. Finally, who do you think will and who would you like to see take the TNT title off of Darby
1: Ellen? Miro. Miro's been doing the promos about how he wants a championship. He's a heel at the moment. I don't see him going after Kenny. I'm going to go with Miro. And I'm- is, that, is that who you want or is that who you think? I don't really want really anybody. Like I don't have like someone like super particular, but I think that makes the most sense for Miro to take it. Especially with Darby kind of going through and having these matches every single week. You can tell the story of him getting like, even against jungle boy, he was a little, he almost lost. So maybe Miro is kind of that unstoppable force that he runs into. I, I think, I think you are right. Miro will be
0: the one to take it. But what I want What I want to see is like Pac or, you know, somebody who really deserves to be at a bigger, you know, a bigger level. But I know that's not going to happen. So and that is it for Mr. X's questions. Let's move on to some friend, hopefully friendly questions
1: from friend. It is just a friend and she's back. Our number one fan, Haley has asked us a question her and uh her significant other who shall not be named because he's on our shit list right now he's the bitch is what he is they are in lake tahoe right now and we have been to lake tahoe both of us dominic with the studio on it of course we actually have a podcast from lake tahoe and She asked, tell us a story from your past trip in Tahoe. So our last trip in Tahoe was in January, 2019. It was actually the weekend of the Royal Rumble. Maybe I'll post it in in its entirety. Probably not, but I did go back and listen to the beginning. We did tell a little bit of stories from that time. So uh, maybe I'll cut it right now. And you can hear our version back in the day warning I don't know if it was because we were blown up or because we had our headset microphones at the time and in the mouth, the microphone was like right in our mouth. A lot of heavy breathing. Not gonna say it was me. Probably was, but I'm gonna explain it on Dominic. So we're gonna flash back to 2019. You can hear ourselves back then talk about it. And then we're gonna come back and we're gonna hear today's me and Dominic talk about it. Kobe! So we are here. On a vacation, you might say. Yes. Nice to publicly apologize to Dominic. We were mm-hmm. on the slopes today, and I took a Snowball. I don't even know if it was a snowball; it was more like a rock. Turned around, gave him a sidewind and <laughs> toss <laughs> from second to first. Hit him right in the dick. And he like I said, hip- like I
0: said, the dick would have been fine. You hit me in my left testicle, and, and I almost cried. I almost threw up. Too. He
1: Almost cried, threw up. He was laying down on his back for a good five minutes. Yeah, just soaking it up. The and, high altitude doesn't help either.
0: And knocking the wind out of me. Out of myself,
1: I'm, I'm my chest still hurts. Really, walking up all those. Siri told me 25 flights of stairs, but I, I don't believe her. I'm pretty so sure it's more.
0: No more gym today.
1: We could go to the gym if you want. No, though, I'm Mike.
0: fine. No, I'm fine.
1: We gotta hit the slots up later. So how are you? How are you liking Tahoe right now on this short vacation?
0: You know, had high hopes, and then uh, a certain certain uh, studio audience member who will not be named, but we only have one. She went hard last night, to say, and uh, well, not. It was actually she, like she went hard midday, right? Afternoon. It was late afternoon. Late afternoon.
1: We got in at around three, around yeah, three thirty. Yep. So it about, about four,
0: four, and about five thirty-six. She uh, was knee-breeded.
1: Yep. She she asked the waitress if they can make a cocktail when they have a full bar. Yep.
0: And probably should not have let her drink that drink.
1: But, you know,
0: all, you know, but she's a trooper. She
1: puked and rallied. Yep. Went down to the casino afterwards. Yep. Lost L- some
0: money. I won some money. And I lost some now money. we are here.
1: And we're back, Dan. That was crazy, Dominic. I mean, such great stories. You know, you getting Chuck. I'm chucking a, a snowball at your balls. And then the studio audience is getting absolutely shit faced on the opening night. I mean, come on. I mean, who else but Mary, right?
0: I don't want to talk about that. She might hurt me.
1: Does she actually listen to the podcast? You never
0: know, man. You know she might.
1: I mean, she, she's she's over there on the on the label crate label. I don't know what the hell she does. The label, the label line. She's on the label. All line. American labels in Dublin, California. Yeah, she's on there doing the label line. She pops in a you know her AirPods, listen to the podcast. Get. Because we all know she just loves you so much that what does she, I mean, she probably doesn't listen to it because she doesn't want to listen to me, but she can listen to you talk and soothe her. And shut the fuck up. What story do you want me to fucking tell? I mean, we can recap those stories if you want again. But the also story that we couldn't exactly tell because the studio audience was there and it actually didn't happen at the moment of our recording was that was supposed to be the weekend Dominic was supposed to propose to the studio audience. But that didn't happen because, of course, Dominic was in big trouble. Yeah, I mean,
0: so, yeah, yeah this was before I proposed and. I think I told you, I was like, all right, I'm bringing the ring because this know, was a
1: Friday, I believe, and we still were going to be there whole day, Saturday, a little bit Sunday.
0: Yeah. So I was like, I'm bringing it. And you're like, oh, you're just going to do it? I'm like, no, like, I want to, when the moment's right, you know, whatever. And the trip up there was fine. You know, everything was fine. As soon as we get to Hard Rock, that's when all shit breaks. She starts drinking her Grey Goose. She's having a good time. We're all having a good time. You know, some, I'm, I don't want to go into detail because I, you know, it, it is a little embarrassing, but, you know, we end up getting into an argument because some stuff happened and, uh, you know, I at that point, she was really pissed off at me. So I think was that the 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 first night was when you and me went down to the casino just to take a look and fuck around, right?
1: I believe so, that? because she yeah. was just so I mean, well, maybe she did come down i forget because i'm trying to i'm almost kind of blending tahoe and vegas because i forget if she was like drunk but then she kind of got a little bit better and Then she wanted to come down but then like we were like done or
0: no 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 i remember now yeah so no she i think you were like let's i want to go down take a look you want to go with me and i was like i'm gonna go with him and she's like whatever fuck you guys do whatever fuck you want i don't care and then we went down there and we were walking around for a little bit and then That's when she called me, was like, get the fuck upstairs. And I went up, grabbed her. We walked around for like 20, 30 more minutes. And then I think we were like, fuck, let's go back upstairs. But, you know, hey, er God has a plan for everything because maybe that wasn't the greatest moment. Maybe it wasn't going to be the greatest trip. I mean, the next day I got hit. I got knocked. I got the, I knocked myself, knocked the wind out of myself. Right after that, you hit me with the snowball in the dick,
1: which is still maybe the greatest. Throw I've ever made in my entire life. I've probably thrown, you know, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of times, and that'll always remember. I mean, that was just a nice. It was almost kind of like the Kyler Murray Hail Mary, the Hail murray I was kind of rolling out to my left, kind of fading away, chucked it at you. I was a little bit on a on an uphill, so I was kind of aiming for your chest, or I wasn't aiming for your balls. I was probably more aiming for your face, right there in your testicle. And in the recap on the, it was your left testicle, dumb. Do you remember that portion? I don't, I don't remember the exact testicle and
0: everything, but when you're saying right now you were probably aiming for my face, I'm happy you hit me in the dick then because that thing was fucking rock hard. And he probably, I'm not
1: going to say you might've, you know, probably would have broke gone. your glasses and the whole day would have been ruined. I, I would have had to drive the truck everywhere. That would have <laughs> yeah. been fun. We didn't drive anywhere. Did I mean, well, I would have, I would have to drive home. Yeah. You drive home, but I don't think that we, like, we went, which maybe that would have been a good thing. Cause I was also the same trip where we we're coming home. We got past Lathrop and there's a big sign to go on five. Should we go to LA or should we go to San Francisco? And Dominic just continue to go straight right to LA.
0: And Anything he signs me, bigger.
1: And he blames me for it because yeah. I'm in the back seat. And I just assume Dominic knows we're going to San Francisco. And then by the time it's too late, I realize, nope, he's going to LA. And then we have to go past. We try to figure out an exit. And then we end up going to In-N-Out. And we got back on the freeway, on the right freeway, and then we go home and then watch Royal Rumble. So There's a bonus story for you, Haley. Yeah, I mean, if
0: you want to know, like, everything in complete detail, I don't know if Tyler knows. He probably doesn't. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. Ask so, him about the next so, time. So you're, the, next time?
1: That, so you're telling me Tahoe is a great place to propose and Tyler should definitely do that. I mean, or it's not the right place. He shouldn't do it. I mean, the right place
0: is whatever he chooses. It could be Tahoe. It could be Hawaii. It could be fucking the duck pond. Who gives a shit? It's a special moment that he will choose when he feels is right. And hopefully. She says yes, because, you know. You know, as as much shit as I talk to Tyler, because, you know, he's an asshole, you know. He, he still hates me about that time we we're playing Warzone, and I didn't see the guy right in front of me and killed him and killed me, but you know,
1: which is not he's... just a thing you do with just us you play <laughs> with randoms and you do the exact same thing. So that's nice. Nice. So you don't discriminate, Dominic.
0: I don't, I don't, but um, you know, it is, you know, you you guys are a great couple, so I hope nothing but, but the best. Mm-hmm.
1: Now let's move on into the wrestling portion. Okay, I got to go. Bye, Brennan. Dominic, shut the fuck up. We still have 20 minutes until we get to the top of the hour. Daniel Bryan did an interview, and he said that he felt detached from his WrestleMania main event. He felt like it was kind of an out-of-body experience. His contract is coming to an end. Dominic, what do you make of Daniel Bryan in this interview? Do you see him as him being detached from wrestling or just detached from his spot in his... Whatever he's doing in WWE, I think it's more of a wrestling back uh,
0: meaning. I don't the match. He probably just felt like, you know, I think it's something that we you mentioned a lot uh, leading up to WrestleMania was that we don't know what to do with Daniel. Ah, throw him in the main event. Fuck it. I think it was that type of feeling. I don't think he he loves wrestling. Let's be honest. He loves wrestling. He eats, sleeps, breathes wrestling. Now, does he want to continue on with WWE? That's up to him. But I think, you know, this is a sign that if WWE leading into WrestleMania doesn't have an idea what to do with him, they throw him in a match, which still got to say, probably the best ma- match of that night. Well, probably the best match of that night, but maybe first in my book. I mean, I'll put and Sasha first, so I'll put them second. But, you know, if they can't, if they don't know what to do with you leading up to WrestleMania and they throw you in the main event, what does that mean next year? And then the year after that, like, you know, so I think we might be seeing the end of Daniel Bryan in WWE, but many, maybe Brian Danielson comes back to somewhere. I don't know.
1: When you asked for the TNT title, what do I hope? And what do I think will happen? This is both the same thing. I really want Daniel Bryan to leave WWE and to go outside, not even asking him to be an AW. I just want him to be free. I want to see Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, come back and you know maybe one last hurrah. He's in his late 30s. He's got two children. He can pick and choose whatever he wants. And if he is detached from WWE because he's kind of been there, done that, he kind of sees that he's you know a veteran. He's a legacy star at this point. They're not going to put too much in him. He sees Drew on Raw. Roman's the guy on SmackDown, so there's not really a top spot for him. He just wants to go and wrestle and have really good matches with Zack Sabre Jr. And everybody else and some know nothing person in Washington, then he'll do that. And I'm excited to see if he does do that back when AEW was first starting, his contract was coming up and I really wanted him to leave, but maybe that was more of a security thing. Uh, his second kid that was on the way or birdie, I forget. I think his second kid was almost on the way or no, his first kid, birdie was just born. So uh, maybe he was trying to look on that side of things and get more financial security, and Brie and Nikki doing their things on E. But really, hoping Dana Bryan leaves and he can do some things outside of WWE. Because as much as I am a Dana Bryan fan, I am kind of like I'm, I kind of take it or leave it when I see him because he's. I don't feel like he's doing too too much of substance.
0: Okay, moving on. We have the. AEW recap, Brandon, start it yeah. off.
1: Well, that's not what happens because now we got to talk about Charlotte. Charlotte, she came back. I forget if we actually talked about this. She has been suspended because she attacked a referee. And also she is suspended because she's getting dental surgery. But Dominic, I just want to get your thoughts because I'm the Dana Bryan guy. You're the Charlotte guy. Your thoughts on her new look, her new demeanor. She's definitely more of a heel now. And she's put right in the in the main event picture of the women's uh, going after Rhea and Asuka is just kind of taking a backseat like she normally does. Um,
0: I feel like nothing's changed. Yeah. She's a little more aggressive, but honestly it's Charlotte flair. She's going to be given opportunity after opportunity after opportunity until she is the Roman. Well, she probably is the Roman reigns of the women's division already. So I mean, she's already I'm, had like, what, 13 world titles? Yeah, something stupid like that. I mean, I mean, which you can't I mean, you can't take it away from her. She is pretty damn good. But,
1: you know, she's the worst out of the four horsewomen. I said it. She's I'm number four.
0: I'm going to fucking kill you.
1: Goes Becky, Sasha, Bailey, then Charlotte.
0: I'll switch big the uh, Sasha and Bailey.
1: I mean, fucking Charlotte and Bailey.
0: Oh, Charlotte's the three. worst. Bailey's the worst.
1: Babyface Bailey was something else back in the day. And hey. she's giving out
0: hugs and she wasn't a
1: thug. Yes. Uh, I mean, Charlotte is now a heel, full fledged. I'm happy about that. Maybe they want to keep her away from the title pitcher. I know she's with Rhea right now, but I kind of want to see her take a back seat. Not exactly like, I mean, she can wrestle for the title but I would like to see Rhea beat her and she not in the title picture for too, too much longer. Cause I don't want to have her just rack up wins and be like the Dudley boys and have like 30 world titles by the time she's done. So I'm okay with it. But if you look on the kind of the women's division in general, it's kind of very top heavy and not very deep. If you go to the NXT women's division, it's just so flush with talent. I don't want to see them get called up and get underutilized, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like that. Speaking of NXT, can going to talk about the ratings once again. They came in with the viewership of 841,000, which is up from 805,000 from last week. So they continue to go up, still in the 800,000 range, below what AEW has done. But NXT moving up, Dominic, you think that's a good sign? Or do you think this is kind of where they're going to fall, like 800 to the 850 range? The people have listened to me. Last
0: week, I went on a tear saying that if a million people can watch fucking AEW, why can't those same million watch NXT? They've, half of them listened. I mean, well, I can say half, but some of them listened to me because they said, you know, Dominic, you're right. If I'm going to support AEW, I'm going to support NXT because I'm a wrestling fan. Just because fucking Vince has his head shoved so far up his ass that... which Vince has no control of NXT, whatever bullshit, just because, you know, NXT is a water semi a pseudo watered down version of the main roster. doesn't mean you still can't support it because there's a lot of young talented men and women busting their ass, trying to make a name for themselves. So
1: if you're going to watch AEW watch NXT and they did. All right, Dominic, don't roll an ankle getting off your soapbox. Didn't talk about this last week, but NXT does have a new look. Uh, you got some like more skulls, more bat wings, and it's more heavy metal. It's more definitely looks like something Triple H had a, a heavy hand in, and no more Slipknot Dominic for the theme song, but we get Poppy as the new theme song. So your thoughts on the just whole new aesthetic of NXT?
0: What the, what, what 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 Poppy song? Do you know it?
1: I forget. It's a poppy song. I'm going to have to look this up. Give me a second. I'm pretty sure, I mean, Dominic has listened to every poppy song. There is, he's such a huge poppy fan. Dominic loves poppy. But I don't like that. Eh, I kind of like that. Eh, I don't know. But uh, I like the aesthetic. I always like more metal in wrestling. As much as I love the slip, I would say I do like the Slipknot song more than the poppy song, but... I, I like both of them either way and i always like music choices that triple h and xd have raw smackdown kind of just as mainstream rock and you know it's out the music is okay but nxt's music is much much better i also like how they have the video walls across they utilize that to you know kind of tell the story they had like Frames of the takeover matches. They have, uh you know, some other, they use it as like their Videotron pretty much. So I do enjoy that look. Then let's move on to NXT proper. We started off with Kyle O'Reilly. He has, I guess, kind of a new look and demeanor, kind of switching up a little bit more from what he was wearing uh, beforehand before the takeover show. And he cuts a promo kind of saying that he's. Down with Adam Cole, he's putting him in the rearview mirror, and now he's going to be focusing on championships, kind of what Miro was talking about. He talked about North American and the NXT title. So we shall see Cameron Grimes comes out, and he does his shtick. Kyle O'Reilly says that he has a match against someone, and that someone has to be Cameron Grimes. A lot of comedy in here. The Kyle O'Reilly character, you guys know I'm a big, big proponent of Kyle O'Reilly, but I I wasn't a big fan of the way he came across and the way he was acting. Maybe it's because it's a new character. He's coming off of his pretty He's trying to find his footing. He's been messing around and trying some new things. I didn't like this. I thought it was too comical. It was kind of too over the top. It almost felt like Kenny Omega, to be honest. I couldn't really take him seriously. He was kind of making like Corny jokes all the time and corny mannerisms. So hopefully this isn't the Kyler Riley going forward and he kind of sees that he can change it up. I'm not saying he has to go full like roh new Japan Kyler Riley. He can still have some comedy aspects. And he always had kind of some comedy aspects when he was an ROH, but I think he needs to dial it back a whole hell of a lot more from compared to what he was doing in this segment, Dominic. Did you find the poppy song? Yeah, I yeah,
0: I can dig it. I mean, I do agree Sucka. that. Yeah, sure. Um, I do agree with that. I think Slipknot probably would have been the better choice to keep going with them, but you know, I it's, it's okay. And regarding Orange Cast, I mean Kylerelli, um, you know, I to be, you know, to kind of have that comedic background, but to be able to turn on the 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 badass is great. But I think you really need to prove yourself as the badass before you can start going the comical route. So I mean. I, I agree, I don't like it, but hopefully it's not going to be like this for too long.
1: L.A. Knight defeats Dexter Loomis. We had indie wrestling on the outside, kind of flirting with Loomis, trying to get a kiss. Never did get that kiss. Hate to see it, but L.A. Knight was able to uh, get the upper hand because of a distraction. Got it got starting off hot with a distraction finish in the first match, and Knight gets the win. Glad to see Knight gets a win. Kind of maybe establishing that he's above Dexter Loomis, and Loomis is kind of going down the card with this indie index love story, which I get a kick out of. It's fun. Keep Loomis in these types of storylines, not in title scenes.
0: Are we are you ready to see Loomis in a romantic angle? Finally,
1: I've just been salivating at the fact of Dexter Loomis, you know. And thirsty.
0: I mean, I just don't. I don't. He he's creepy. I don't really want to see as him. As in long as he thing. asks
1: for consent, I know. Okay, I'm not saying he's gonna fuck the broad. I'm just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We too creepy wrestling abroad. She's a lovely lady. Yeah, she's a cunt. Next up, we had Eo Shirai in an interview. With Beth Phoenix. EO talked about her match at TakeOver, and we get uh, Frankie Monet. She, uh, or the dog, kind of runs on the table, interrupts the interview, and Frankie and EO go back and forth. And so Frankie uh, talked to Raquel last week, and I'm talking to EO this week. EO wants a rematch that is not official yet, but uh, Frankie going, you know, she's starting at the top, going after the the champion. And the number one contender or the challenger, I guess. So, what do you see? Uh, Frankie Monet, where does she land? And what do you see her being like her first real feud?
0: I would probably say, well, is she oh, heel I, or face? Obviously, after
1: she beat Zoe Stark in her debut match. Exactly. But who, what does she heal face? I would say she's more of a heel because Raquel. I don't exactly know what she's doing. I think she's more leaning more towards a baby face. Io, obviously a baby face. So just kind of going off of that, I think Monet is more of a heel.
0: So then I would assume her first feud would be with the former champion Io because, you know, heel phase. I would assume that, but it could be wrong.
1: Mercedes Martinez did have a promo and she was doing some things. So Mercedes possibly on the outside looking in, maybe Monet and EO do something while Mercedes and uh, Raquel have a have a feud and that could be like the first title defense. And, and they burn it down. And Raquel can get a uh, decisive win there. We get GYV defeating uh, Brizongo, just a, a solid tag team match giving GYV the win. And uh, yeah, no, nothing really else to say about that we get the way they uh, had a promo they kind of reacting to the indie stuff and they you know more comical shit here bronson reed steps up to johnny gargano says that he kind of he kind of likes it it's kind of cute and yada 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 austin theory steps up to reed so if bronson reed beats austin theory next week then reed has a title match against johnny gargano we had some other way shenanigans. candice and indy uh walking trying to find Regal. They run into or Indy runs into Dexter Luma. So she leaves Candice behind. Candace goes and talks to uh talks some shit to Shots Ember. And then they beat her up and then we get some more shenanigans after the fact. So just kind of your thoughts on the whole little mini way storyline throughout the show. It's not bad. I mean it's kind of growing on me.
0: What I what I hate to see is Austin Theory getting put, you know, always having to job out. I think he can be something if given the time, but I'm kind of digging it, and I like this sucka, whole. I like what? What? Good, ahead, good, ahead, good. Ahead.
1: You said you can dig it, sucker. Can you stop with the Booker T shit? Jesus, he sucks. Hey, if it wasn't for Booker T, we wouldn't have had Bad Bunny, and we wouldn't have had Bad Bunny in the WrestleMania match, and it wouldn't have been a banger. Okay, so thanks, Booker T, for the Bad Bunny,
0: sucker. Anyways, um, but yeah, and and the whole Indy, Dexter Candace getting beat up. I I I kind of liked it, so.
1: You know. Wow, you like seeing my girl Candice getting beat up?
0: Fuck Candice.
1: She's a nice lady. Okay, you don't you take that back. Uh, Saray in her debut match defeats who else but Zoe Stark, and I thought it was a good, solid match. I mean, Zoe is continuously like having one of the better matches on NXT. Saray didn't exactly nothing jumped out to me. I don't know really anything from her over in Japan, so kind of starting fresh. It was a good match. Didn't like stand out by any means. Tony Storm attacks Zoe Stark after the words. So maybe continuing with that feud. Maybe a tag team, Saray and Stark were kind of buddy buddy after the fact. So your thoughts on the debut of Saray.
0: I thought you were talking about Soraya. Nah, she's never coming back. She's trash. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was all right. Um I didn't know much of her until I really, you know, watched Watch the, the tape. Pretty much. But it's all good. I like the fact that Tony Storm came out and attacked uh, Stark after that. And really hoping to God Tony gets comes out above this whatever. If, if you consider this a feud, I really hope Tony comes out on top. I really don't, you know, I don't want her to get squashed.
1: Kushida, the new Cruiserweight Champion, issues an open challenge. And Oni Lorkin answers the call and Kushida retains. Good, solid match. Nice to see Only Lorkin doing some things while Danny Burch is on the shelf. Uh, MS or Imperium attacks. Was it? Wasn't it, no. Legado de Fantasma attacks Kushida, and then MSK comes out to make the save once again. MSK getting booed from the crowd is. I mean, this is kind of like three weeks in a row at this point. Dominic, is it kind of worrisome of MSK and the reception they're getting?
0: Why are they getting booed? What do? You, why do you think they are getting boo- booed?
1: I mean, I like their matches their matches are really good, but their promo and their character work it is kind of corny it's kind of dumb I don't hate them by any means so I don't know why but maybe it's just the fact that they like uh, legato de Tasma so much that they're just putting in a rough spot of being the baby fa- the you know lackluster baby faces going up against the hot cool heels. Maybe. well if that's the case
0: then why don't they just fucking drop the titles and build them up as some legit baby faces and, you know, do it that way.
1: But I would say they tried to make them legit baby faces. They talked and about, didn't uh, work yeah, and it didn't work, but we sh- I mean, I, I would be shocked if they just turn heel. If we do like a double turn with legato, do phantasma and MSK, then we get to uh, send Imperium. They have a squash. They're still here. Good for them. No Walter, but in the main event, Kyle Riley defeats Cameron Grimes before the match started, before uh, Kyle Riley made his entrance. He did a little quick stare down with Karrion Cross. Dominic, do you think that's what they're going at right away? Are we going to just get Kyle Riley versus Karrion Cross at, ne- at the next takeover for the title? Probably. I don't want it to happen, but that's probably what's going to happen possibly maybe he gets sidetracked maybe we get i would just assume adam cole comes back we haven't heard from him really at all but uh what as you would expect between kyle riley and Cameron grimes phenomenal match yeah kyle gets the win really enjoyed that now let's move on to AEW dynamite
0: oh, well i gotta get going shut the fuck up
1: dominic we have aw i dynamite. gotta get going no you don't yes, you're I fine do. you're no, fine leave. no you by. don't no dominic you're not leaving AEW dynamite they had 1.1 million viewers down from what they had last week at 1.2 but once again above 1.11 1, over a million viewers Dominic good sight for them but they also did dip a little bit so once again if they continue to dip next week then I think that's when you start to worry yes I agree Brandon as soon as they hit 950 we gotta worry Yes. They start the show off with Hangman Adam Page against Ricky Stark. Hangman gets the win. Ricky almost broke his neck, but luckily he did not. And they continue to talk about Hangman being the number one contender and you know, on an absolute winning streak and a tear, but yet Hangman's not exactly talking about it and cutting promos, saying he wants to be the champion. He's just on the show, getting wins, hanging out with Dark Order. Not exactly sure what's going on here. I mean... Hangman doing Hangman things, right? Oh, I think I got to poop. I got to poop. Damn. I think Dominic has to poop. Right. We get uh, Penta taking on Trent. And Pentagon gets the win. Yeah, you know, it was a good match. They had some shenanigans on the outside with best friends and everybody of that ilk. I mean...
0: Yeah. I like Trent
1: again. Trent, cool. Trent, you know, he comes back and then he loses, but I do have higher hopes for Penta. So maybe they try to go back to Penta and Cody somewhere down the line. A pinnacle interview with Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. MJF continuing to, you know, just yell and cut some good promos. Wardlow, I think he was kind of the standout surprise of the night. He cut a, a really good promo against Chris Jericho. Dominic, your thoughts?
0: Uh, you know, uh... no, I, I. I like the promo. I don't think, uh, how do you say? I don't think anything will, I can't take anything really away from it. Cause it's kind of like the same old shit in my opinion, but you know, still, still dug it.
1: Then we'll go over to the inner circle interview. Theirs was live in the ring. Jericho doing Jericho things. He talks for a little bit. Jake Hager, Probably shouldn't have talked. He was throwing straws at the camera and yelling. And then Santana cut the promo at the very end. And I thought his stuff was really good. So Jericho and Santana, great. Jake Hager, not so much. Oh, we got a phone call. Oh, oh, oh shit. It's probably Jake Hager gonna talk some shit, bro. Um,
0: yeah, Jake Hager, I mean, Jake Hager, always terrible, terrible on the stick. He just needs to fucking shut up and fight. No. Oh, i forgot you're probably on the phone you're probably listening to the you know it's probably vince heard my
1: my oh let's scorching see scorching someone's leaving a message i know it's nothing i should just hung up damn it
0: what a bitch I... can i go poop now i want to go
1: just go on your. just go in the suit you know like the astronauts <laughs> we had a women's title match akarsheeda defended against ty conti and Sheeta gets the win not exactly on, it's probably on the higher end of Ty Conti matches, but not on the higher end of Hikaru Shida matches. Sheeta retains, Britt Baker comes out and she shows that now because Ty Conti lost, Britt Baker should be the number one contender. So building towards that match. And I think at this point, Britt should beat Sheeta for the title, right? Right. Right. Sounding like Tony the Tiger. QT Marshall takes on Billy Gunn old man billy and qt gets the win with a lot of help and uh yeah i'm Q- continuing to build qt but also kind of showing that he's not that great he has a lot of help anthony go go a go go yeah he punches billy in the gut and qt gets a diamond cutter so building up qt in the factory but yet kind of establishing that qt talks all this shit but yet he has everyone around him doing everything for him
0: I mean, I, I think that's fine. I mean, that's kind of a, what a heel does, right? Is run their mouth, and And especially
1: know. a lower level heel like UT.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not. He's definitely not going to be a world heavyweight champion anytime soon. But I mean, that's what you know. A good heel is is a mouth a mouth runner, a shit talking mouth running son of a gun who can barely fight and needs help to
1: win. So I can dig it. The elite have a trailer good for them it's all blacked out and it has the elite on it and they cut a promo don callis and matt jackson doing a lot of the heavy lifting once again but their stuff was good kenny interjected he wasn't atrocious like he normally is so that was good and then they cut to john moxley and eddie kingston in the uh, in a truck in like a f-150 or something and they run into the uh the elite's trailer apparently. Moxley saw the Stone Cold biography, which was really good, by the way. Definitely recommend watching that. And he got inspired by Stone Cold. Rams into it, but then the heels are nowhere to be seen. So I don't know where the hell they went. We had some weird kind of camera angles and camera cuts. Didn't like that aspect of it. You know, the truck ran into the trailer and the heels being nowhere to be sound. They just like, you know, teleported away into the stadium or something. But I really enjoy the talking. I like the dynamic between Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. It was a lot of fun to see those guys. It, it obviously just sounded like they had no script and they were just fucking with each other and just saying whatever came to mind. So I like that portion of it, but didn't like you know, the middle part and kind of the meat of it, of what Moxley did. So are you saying you
0: actually did not like it? I mean, because it sounds like you want to say, I didn't like it, but then you also
1: like it. So what, what's your official stance? I'm going to give it like a C I th- you could like, you could do that angle of Moxie, like running into the trailer, but just the way they went about it with like the, with what's it doc Gallish like, Oh my God, there's something out there. What is that? Cause you heard the horn and then just out of nowhere, they cut to the, the car, the perfect angle. And then they run into it and we never saw the heels run away. Like they are looking at the thing and they don't say, Oh, let's get out of here or something. So, it's more like straighten your tie, clean some type of thing. So that it wasn't too, too much for me to just absolutely dunk on it. Like it wasn't the random camera in a car, like the Shane McMahon angle a few years back.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say I didn't like it. I mean, in order for me to be behind something, I need to like the whole thing front, uh, front, the back, start to finish. And you can't have something red hot and then you drop the ball. So they need to really work on that shit. Um, shit. Shit. Well, I actually do need to leave because it is Friday and traffic starts to back up about now. So I'm going to Well, leave.
1: actually, we've done it like I was going to. We have four minutes, Dominic. 110 is when we can leave. Christian Cage defeats Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse was almost going to actually get the win here. It was kind of too busy handing it up for the camera. Christian gets the win. Kind of makes sense. They protected Hobbs a little bit. Team Taz definitely on a losing streak. We, uh, yada, yada, yada. Christian. Seemingly, we said he was going to get distracted while he was trying to go for the title, and it looks like Team Taz is that distraction.
0: Well, it was a distraction finish. I don't know how to feel about it, but, you know, Team Taz finally, I think, is, is getting the shit together. I can see Team Taz getting some gold in 2021. Fuck it.
1: Then we had Jade Cargill. Possibly she joins Team Taz, but she said she's a free agent. She's the HBIC. She's that bitch. So it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of incentives for her to join a manager. We get a little promo from Vicky Guerrero and Matt Hardy. Dominic, what do you see this leading towards now that Jade, I guess is done with red velvet. Does she join someone or is she just going to be her own bitch?
0: I hope she's a, her own bitch because we need some, you know, some fresh blood in the women's division. But I mean, if she was to pair up with somebody, you know, I think she's good enough to really, you know, lead someone to the upper uh, epsilon.
1: Exactly. Then in the main event we've already talked about a little bit. Darby Allen retains the TNT title against Jungle Boy. Really enjoyed this match. Darby able to do his thing, you know, against someone of the same size as him. So he's not exactly in the same uh peril like he normally is against the bigger guys. And I thought it was really good. We've seen that kind of I don't know what what exactly the name of his roll-up is, but we've seen Darby use that, and he beats Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy almost beat him, almost had him tap out, and Darby having to rake the eyes and pull the hair. So not exactly a a heel turn, obviously, but that's just kind of what Darby is. He's a more darker baby face. We can get away with those types of things. And as I said, I think we're going to see Darby continue on the streak of defending the title, but he's going to continue to be closer and closer to losing it, and then he's going to just run into Miro, what I think. And lose it.
0: I agree. But I will say, Jungle Boy, he is something. He may not win it now, but he will be a singles champion. I don't know what one he's going to
1: hold, but he will be a singles champion. There you go, Dominic. Finally getting on the Jungle Boy bandwagon. And we're done. Dominic can go take his shit. Okay, bye. got to go. Okay, yeah. Dominic is going to leave. Damn. So Dominic is leaving so we can go take his poop and then go pick up the studio audience at work. Thank y'all very much for tuning in today. Thank y'all to Mr. X and Haley for sending in the questions. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. If you made it this far, then you're a real one. And then don't tell the other ones. If I don't know. Uh, if you guys want to be a part of Mr. X and Friends, just like Haley and Mr. X, you can either email us at curveballandcs at gmail.com. That is curveball. And csgmo.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are curveballs and cs. Uh, we got a link tree in the description. Just click on that, it'll take you to all the different social medias that we got. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Follow us, subscribe if you're not subscribed already. If you're not subscribed, I don't know how the hell you found us if you're not subscribed, but. Until then, for Mr. X and the studio audience and Dominic's and his Tahoe Nutsack and everything like that. Yeah. Send him out, Dominic.
0: Oh, that's it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>